the discus lariat. The huge suplex. Good morning and good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to another live edition of Thoughts Count Anywhere, coming to you from Go Live Vegas Studios in the heart of Las Vegas, Nevada. I'm Aaron Phillips. To my right is the Chief. To his right, Matt Mullen. And back in the DJ booth holding things down, Mr. Jason Piper. We want to thank everybody for joining us today. We got a lot to go over. 702-329-6947 is our phone number. Make sure you press option one to get right into the studio. <coughs> if you're outside the U.S., 855-502-4321 is our number. Send us a live tweet. We'd love to address it using hashtag ThoughtsCountAnywhere. And, of course, our chat rooms are all up, and we'll be able to communicate with you there. Gentlemen, how are we doing for the first full week of 2021? Happy New Year's. Good morning to everyone. Chief, how are you? Jason, good to have you back in the booth. Hello. How are we doing? Uh, 2020 continued into 2021. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. <laughs> Matt? Downtown's been kind of crazy, but apparently not as crazy as other parts of the country. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Chief, can you just take my the first button to your left there and just turn it down a little bit? There we go. Back up. No, don't turn me off because I can't hear me. That's good. <laughs> Good morning, Thomas. Good morning, Jeff. Good morning, Ryan. We appreciate our, our crew being with us. All right, we got a lot going on, so let's get started. So, Matt, joining us on today's show is Hulk Hogan. Not in the form that many might think, but if you look here <laughs> on the front of our dais and you see a little piece of it there on the camera, there you go. Talk about that. Why do we have this in our studio? We are going to give away Hulk Hogan signed picture. It's a 16 by 20. It's already started by JSA. We're going to have a little raffle on the website, thoughtscountanywhere.com. If you buy a t-shirt from our website and send the picture on the raffle, you will be able to enter. It's going to be a month long, and after the month, we will give away a winner. So from now till February 9th, is that yep. correct? All right. Uh, and what is the website for those who surprisingly may not know? ThoughtsCountAnywhere.com. Yeah. All your latest updates, news, and uh, all the happenings. There's also a QR code that our producer put up there on the screen. Why am I sounding like I'm fading away again? I'm hearing a loose connection here. All right. Um, QR code. Put your phone up there. That'll take you right to our website, ThoughtsCountAnywhere.com. You can do it live. You can do it at any time. What? It's right where you can actually point to it. Come on, Aaron. I, well, I wasn't pointing to it. Well, you can. Did See, it. There Got you, it. There yeah. you go. <laughs> I'm the first go, guys. <laughs> yeah. uh, over here is Wisconsin and the weather coming in. Anyway, so thoughtscountanywhere.com. All right. A lot going on. What do you say we get started? Oh, by the way, I forgot. Premiere of a new segment. Bottom of the hour. Got such rave reviews last week. Chiefs Rants officially will debut at the bottom of the hour, and boy, he's got a—he's got one ready to go. I'm ready. I'm You're, ready. But before we get started, yeah, my brother, I'd like to say from all of us, happy anniversary to you and your bride. Ah, uh, thank you very much. Greatly appreciate that. Thirty-two years yesterday. Um, I look at the wedding pictures and I wonder what the hell happened to that guy. <laughs> he shrunk hair and everything. <laughs> oh, I didn't. I didn't shrink. I got bigger as the years went on, but now I've shrunk. But I look at the hair, it's like, really? I had hair back in the day. John Travolta-like. So 
Uh, oh, yeah, there you go. Chief, turn, twist your mic around because the words need to be, the worded side needs to be, there you go. Perfect. Now we'll hear you. Go. Go. There you go. Hey, don't sound muffled. All right, let's get started with I Hear Voices. Matt, why don't you take the first one? Damian Priest was rumored to be called up last week to be involved in the Kevin Owens Roman Reigns storyline, but reportedly Roman turned it down. Shocker. So I'm kind of glad because that would just turn Damian Priest into a jobber for Roman Reigns almost instantly. I don't think anybody from like a big NXT call up like that yeah. doesn't need like a debut to just get squashed, get taken down by Roman within the first couple weeks. Right. I, I agree with that, Chief. As we talked earlier this morning, we hope Damian doesn't get buried when he comes up. That seems to be customary with most and NXT call-ups. And Jason, I'll let you take the rest of it. <laughs> <laughs> Where do I begin? <clears throat> now, Damian Priest, um, everything he's done from Ring of Honor to the independent scene in NXT, he's got one hell of a storyline and one hell of a charismatic character that just people love to watch. And it seems like every time WWE brings them up, they squash that character and just bury him into exile. That's why Finn Balor had to go back to NXT because Finn couldn't do what he wanted. And I'm sorry, but I'm going to touch this, even though I know you said not to, but Goldberg and McIntyre, and now Adam Pierce and Roman Reigns. Come on, guys, really? We'll just leave it at that for right now. But you're right, and I agree with, with that sentiments, and, and we all kind of chat about it before it went on the air. So, uh, But Damian Priest, you know, when he, when he takes this kind of loss, and we'll kind of talk about it uh, really in our, next, um, in our next section here going over New Year's Evil, uh, taking a loss like that generally is the signature that you're going to get the call up. Roman obviously put the kibosh on the storyline, and I think we're all in agreement that was probably a good thing. So, all right, next topic. WWE may be interested in signing New Japan Pro Wrestling star Jay White. Matt, you had his credentials pulled up. I don't know if you still have it there on the screen, but what do you guys know about Jay White? Is it a good sign, and where, where do you see him fitting in if he does sign with WWE? That guy's a super good wrestler. He's like the leader of the Bullet Club, which I don't know what the Bullet Club has left. Because the actual <laughs> Bullet Club isn't all AEW now, reunited. But the guy can go and he can be thrown into probably he'll probably go to NXT first, like everybody else. But he can be a top star in NXT for sure. Do you know anything about Jay White? The only thing, <laughs> the only thing I know I've seen him wrestle a couple times down in Mexico, and uh, he's uh, uh, one of those high flyers that uh, can go, um, you know, maybe, I want to say cruiserweight, but I doubt it. So we'll just have to wait and see if they sign him. Sure. Jeff Bronx says, WWE is all crap these days. The writers are horrible. It's very stale. Now, is that, I want to ask Jeff if you want to call in a reply. Are we talking Raw versus SmackDown and NXT, or are you just talking WWE as a whole? Uh, because people love SmackDown. People seem to really say that that's the new quote-unquote A-show. Uh, the Raw show this past week, which we have being replayed here in front of us, with the Legends, really was crap. We'll leave that alone. <laughs> right, we'll leave that alone. But uh, a, lot, a lot to take place. Uh, hi, Willow. Thank you for watching. We appreciate you tuning in to Thoughts Count Anywhere. Seven, oh, just Raw. Jeff was talking about Raw specific. 
702-329-6947. Press option one to come right into the studio. Okay, uh, let's move on. Next topic. All right, let's get into some of the results from NXT New Year's Evil results. And as we alluded to previously, uh, our guy Karrion Cross defeated Damian Priest. Anything you guys want to add about the match? Jason? The Cross-Priest uh, match was a really good match. It uh, had a lot of action in it, um, especially just it didn't just stay in the ring. It went all over. And those two, you could have a, a more than just a minute match with those guys. You could have the whole damn show with those guys because of how well they're doing it. So I wish them all the best, and I hope to God that uh, – Cross does go for that title again with Finn Balor because I'd love to see him have that belt back. You, you know the good thing about it with Priest and Cross, they don't do any flippy shit. No, it's just straight. <laughs> it's just straight powerhouse action. It's, exactly. That's all it is. It's wrestling. It's the hard hit snug fight. <laughs> right? Yes, sir. Next match. Santos Escobar defeated, defeated Grand Metallic to retain the Cruiserweight Championship. Matt? That was a good match. I honestly thought Grand Mandalik would have won just because Santos has been champion for so long. But if you got nobody to like take the belt that's better than him, might as mm -hmm. well just keep it on him. There you go. Short and sweet and simple. Love it. All right, next match. All right, I'm going to need a translator. Is that Shia Lee? Is that how she pronounces it? Zia Lee. Zia Lee. All right, defeated Katrina Cortez. Gentlemen, Chief? I like, I like her new um, persona. In the wrestling ring and and how she come out, they had a they had a great intro. Uh, hopefully, they're going to push her now. Um, so we'll have to wait and see. It was a good match. Anything ever? Anything uh, as they call it? A holy shit moment in that match? Or was it just pretty standard? Ground to pound. I, I can't think of anything that was a holy shit. There was nothing like no crazy moments in it, but it was just cool to see him. See so her finally come back after all those weird videos every week of like <laughs> almost like Chinese torture-ish kind of Saw movie mm -hmm. looking thing. So hopefully she comes and does something cool. All right. Next match. Raquel Gonzalez defeated Rhea Ripley in a last woman standing match. Dakota Jason or Matt, go ahead. <laughs> With, yeah, I saw, I saw the clip of that. Where she got shoved into the locker. My goodness gracious. That, that brought back very bad memories. No, anyway. Uh, Jason, your thoughts on this match? The match was great. They both, uh, Rhea and Raquel bring out the best in each other. And just by the way that it was not one of those normal women matches, it was a hard-hitting match where each one had their own specific power. It was just something that you knew you were going to see an all-out brawl. It wasn't going to be one of those things of a push here, a push there. It was going to go all out. And, of course, we knew Dakota Kai was going to enter herself into it. And then she ceremoniously got shoved into a locker. But <laughs> she deserved it. So hopefully they uh, WWE lets Rhea do what she wants to do wherever she goes, SmackDown or Raw, and they don't try burying her because she could be a top contender for the women's division title. In WWE and on Raw or SmackDown, so. Chief? You know, I think we made a comment that um, wouldn't it be interesting to see Damian and Kevin go up as a tag team? Well, let's do this. What would it be like if Rhea and uh, Gonzalez went up to the main roster as a tag team? Oh, that'd be fierce. 
That'd be one hell of a tag team. They'd be tag team champions real quick. Aren't they doing a Dusty Rhodes women's tag match this year, tag tournament yeah. this year? They yep. Sure we may see some interesting combinations for the for that uh, event as well as on sure. the men's side. So I love the clip where I saw Raquel just rip the fence off the wall after she got handcuffed to it to get free. That was pretty impressive. Yeah. Next uh, next match, Kushida and Blackheart defeated Gargano and LeRae. Mixed tag match here. I was hoping Shotzi was going to put her foot up Gargano's ass. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll just leave it at that. Okay. Damn. Matt, anything else on that match? I agree with Chief. All right. <laughs> That's it. Should we make it a hat trick there, Jason? Sure, why not? All right, there you go. And last match of the night, Finn Balor defeated Kyle O'Reilly to retain the NXT Championship. Matt? Oh, uh, go ahead, Jason. Again, another spectacular fucking match between those two. Like, no question about it. Everything we thought from the first one just continued into this one. You know, yeah, they had to... Uh, I'm sorry, go ahead, Chief. I'll make it real quick. I think last week I called three ma three matches that were going to go off the hook. The O'Reilly match, mm -hmm. the cross match, mm -hmm. and the women's match. Yeah. But I want to add the fourth one. I like I liked Blackheart and Kushida. That was a good match, too. Yeah, it was. I'll turn it to you, my friend. I thought they're... Since Balor and O'Reilly had the match of the year last year, they had a lot to, like, going into it, they had a lot to, like, put into to it. To build off of. Build off of, is this yeah. The, is he the one that he faced when he broke his jaw? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's what I thought. That's why, if you notice in the match, it looked kind of like <clears throat> they were kind of, like, scared to kind of hit each other in the face this time <laughs> around. <laughs> True. <laughs> but they put on another great um, match of the year contender and... Knowing what we know, I wanted Balor to retain the title just because TikTok. TikTok, <laughs> exactly. That's right. Sands through the hourglass. You know, it was a wrestling match. Yeah. It was a wrestling match. See, that's what they call a true wrestling <clears throat> match, not that bullshit with Edge and Randy Orton. That's a true wrestling match. It was like with the Undisputed Era, like the whole time, the whole focus was around Adam Cole pretty much. Right. But Kyle O'Reilly, even like Ring of Honor, when – like him versus Adam Cole would go against each other and put on crazy matches. It's about time Kyle O'Reilly gets like his just desserts. Gets his opportunity. Well, you notice, Matt, and uh, when they kind of pan to the uh, the back in the back room where you saw Roderick Strong and Kyle O'Reilly and Fish and Adam Cole, Adam walks right up to O'Reilly and goes, "This is your time. Yeah. Take it." Hell yeah! And they let him. Uh, on that note, I'll leave you with this thought as we get ready to go to break. Thomas Burnett shared in our chat rumor, rumor has it that Finn might have an arm injury. We'll have to watch that oh, situation geez. closely. All right, with that, you're watching Thoughts Count Anywhere, coming to you live from the Go Live Vegas studios right here in the heart of Las Vegas. We thank you for making us part of your day. Matt, Chief, myself, and Jason, we'll be back in 60 seconds. One. It's not the worst podcast ever, is it? It's no. the best podcast ever. Thoughts count anywhere. All your wrestling news, all your hobbit hey, all your gimmickry. Go on over, listen wherever your podcasts are downloaded. The Thoughts Count Anywhere podcast. I'm the big LG Doc Ellis. That's my endorsement. Booyah! Are you looking for someone to provide training to your sales staff? Do you need a motivational speaker about how to handle change? Do you have an upcoming event that needs an MC to handle those responsibilities? Well, look no further than longtime Las Vegas radio personality, Aaron Phillips. I am local to Las Vegas, and I can blend my talents with any audience. For more information, please visit www.aaronphillipsvoice.com and book me for your next event or training needs.
righty, welcome back to Thoughts Count Anywhere. Aaron, Matt, Chief, and Jason here, holding down the fort, going over a lot of wrestling news from this past week. Um, Matt, why don't you once again remind everybody why we have Hulk Hogan here on our desk. We have a Hulk Hogan signed picture we're going to give away on our website, thoughtscountanywhere.com. And it is certified, you said? It is certified, and it's going to be a giveaway on our website. If you buy a piece of TCA merch, there's going to be a thing on the giveaway to put your screenshot of your receipt, and after a month, we'll put all of them together and pick a winner, and you will get a signed Hulk Hogan. There you go. Love it. Love it. Love it. Right there, the, the QR code was back up on the screen. If we uh, can pop that back up there to make life easier, you can just use your scanner now on the live screen or during any playback, and you'll be able to go right to the website. Thoughts? Can anywhere. Dot com. What you gonna do, brother? <laughs> All right, let's move on to the WWE report. I know we're gonna have. Oh, by the way, in about ten minutes, we're gonna have the debut of our new segment, Chiefs Rants. And I know part of our discussion on the Raw and WWE report may be in that little rant that he's got ready because he's been <clears> stewing <throat> and brewing since little. we got into the studio. But. <laughs> Goldberg returned during the Legends Night and challenged Drew McIntyre for the championship at Royal Rumble. I, I just want to mention this. There was a, first of all, there's a huge disconnect in the promos that were done in the ring. I'm, I'm sure you guys saw this. After the match with, with uh, Drew uh, that, he, that Drew had with uh, Keith Lee, Drew was doing a promo. And apparently because of shortage of time, they cut really Drew's entire promo out so that when Goldberg came out, and started talking about the legends, and you got to respect them. Drew's entire promo was supposed to include him doing stuff to disrespect the legends, and so the entire promo stuff was out of sync for what I read, and I, so that just kind of threw me off. Who cares? There you go. Instead of who's next, who it made cares? no damn sense because if Drew was like in the back getting all this praise from like Hulk Hogan and all these other people during the back, and then you have Randy Orton blatantly disrespecting everybody like through the entire night when Goldberg came out and was like you're disrespecting the legends and all this other stuff everyone's just like the fuck should have been Randy Orton that he was facing in the ring yeah it was like the wrong person's in the ring apparently can you just raise my volume it seems like I'm not hearing it is okay I'm not hearing myself as the way I was before but okay Jason your thoughts on that no I agree Goldberg does not need to come back I mean it's just the same old crap. Yep. It's the same shit every time he comes in. I'm challenging you. Dude, you already won the title. You're in the eyes of your son. You're a fucking legend. We don't need to see you with the belt no more. <clears throat> it's done. Your time is done. Let the guys who are under you, who are still developing, let them have a shot. I agree. I swear to God, if he wins the title... I oh, can't. So it goes against him dude. and Roman. I, I can't see that happening, to be honest with you. If this match doesn't end, if this match isn't like 30 seconds and he like runs in for a spear and catches a claymore. <laughs> It'll be a travesty. All right, next uh. match. Ne- next item. Adam Pierce, as we found out last night on SmackDown, will now face Roman Reigns at Royal Rumble. I'm not going to take it away from Adam Pierce. The man's got a great <coughs> credential as far as what he's done in the ring and everything like that, but... For them to do what they're doing to Adam and just make it a, basically a squash match for the Royal Rumble is bullshit. As I said earlier, um, Adam hasn't wrestled in six years. Exactly. He's, he's, 
he had a storied career. He was NWA champion. Um, but being, and I'm sure he still trains down at NXT, but he doesn't need to get back in the ring. And if that's the best that they can do. Uh, this is just, it, it's just, it's just a, it's a bad thing to his, his yeah. resume, you know, it's making his resume look good. <coughs> or are they going to write him out? That's what it looks like. You know, are they going to write him out and bring Sonya Deville in and let her do well, what she's he's now, doing? She's now been assigned as his quote unquote assistant. Yeah. So we'll see how that pans out. Uh, Ryan puts in there that Adam has been fine on TV, but doesn't need to see him wrestle. Thomas Burnett shares he's under contract for two matches a year, and I believe he's referring to Goldberg there uh, for that. So we'll see how that pans out. All right, next, next topic. Uh, Rude and Ziggler, the Dirty Dogs, capture the SmackDown tag titles last night. Gentlemen, who wants to start? I figured after they got enough attempts, they were going to win it just because yeah. the Street Profits have been tag champs for so long. They got to mix it up at some point. Ziggler and Rude do make a good tag team, so... Let's see what happens in there, what they do. Yeah, well, I guess I was, I've never been impressed with, with the Street Profits. Montez Ford, uh, you know, Montez just, I don't know. So, I'm, I'm, you know, title changes are cool if it's in the right spot, and I have no problem with Rude and uh, Ziggler getting the belts last night. So, all right, next topic. We talked about Legends Night, uh, what our thoughts are. I don't think we need to go back over that. With reports saying WWE doesn't feel anyone is to the caliber to face Drew at the Rumble, who could they try to push to that level? That's an interesting position when you got guys like Keith Lee. Now you got Damian Priest coming up. Karen, we know, is going to be coming up sometime. Who would you say right now? Pick one person off the top of your head without thinking too hard. Matt? Ricochet. Okay. Chief? Even though he had dog food matches, Baron Corbin. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Very different Roman now than he faced then. Jason. Cesaro. <coughs> See, I, I agree with Jason on that one. I mean, Cesaro could match toe-to-toe -to -toe with strength and ability and can hang with McIntyre. I totally agree with that. I, I would push Cesaro right now. Yeah? That, that would be my vote. Who would be your vote? Put it in the chat room. Who could Drew McIntyre face with the push to Royal Rumble? Because right now he does not have a match, correct, for Royal Rumble? No. At the end of the And month. we all had different answers. So, like, with the amount of talent they have, exactly. how can these writers not push, like, one person enough to... And let's not forget the other uh, bar member, Sheamus. That'd be one hell of a match between those two. Yeah, and he's and gone right now, but Seth Rollins is on his way back, too. Yep. And the match between McIntyre and Sheamus, I think, will happen. Because we're, you know, the expectation of, of Sheamus uh, turning on him because of all he's done to support him and he wants to get a shot, yada, yada, yada. Uh, I think that'll happen down, down the line for sure. But look at the people that were in the gauntlet <clears throat> match last night yep. on SmackDown. Okay? I think, forget size and I just don't want to say ability, but you got workers in that match last night that I think could very easily have a good storyline with Drew if they build it properly. What do you think about Daniel Bryan? I would love to see it, but I think they're penning Daniel Bryan for um, Roman for Roman at some point because they had that storyline where Jay beat the crap out of him after a match, yep. and so they, yeah. they've got that built in. I can see anybody in that Gauntlet match facing either of them, honestly. Yeah. Ryan Ryan says, "Give me Drew versus Karrion Cross TikTok." Sign me up. 
Yeah. Take my money. Take my money. <laughs> I was just gonna <laughs> take my money now. I'm flying to Florida. Yeah, exactly. All right, with that, we are <coughs> we are going to take a break from our WWE report. Why you say? We have a new segment that we're going to introduce right now. <laughs> it's a new segment called Chiefs Rants. <laughs> It is time to turn it over to the Chief. It's all yours. All right, folks, here we go. Goldberg doesn't need to be on TV. Thomas Burnett, I understand you said he has two matches per year. Who cares? Okay, I'm going to talk about... Elias, Cesaro, Sheamus, and Seth Rollins. There's four people right there that Raw is not using. And granted, Seth's not back yet. But the other three, why aren't they pushed? Why isn't one of them given a chance to go against Goldberg? It doesn't make sense. And then we go into the creative write, creating writing part. Jeff Bronk, I wish you'd call in because I want to ask you the question. Is it better that a professional wrestler is writing and has the creative juices to write a good segment? Or do we need to bring in writers from the outside? Like Hollywood writers, somebody said to me, and they get paid the big bucks. Who cares? Who cares? Give it back to the wrestlers. Let's get some real wrestling matches like we saw on NXT Wednesday night. Goldberg comes out and pushes someone. They say that um, Drew McIntyre, uh, that they screwed up about the, um, promos, the promos, about the promos and everything. Well, let me ask the question. Who writes the scripts? The creative writers. So evidently, the creative writers have got their heads up their asses. And I'll leave it at that. The Chiefs rant over and out. There you have it. The inaugural official Chiefs rant. Not happy with creative bringing a guy like Goldberg in. 702-329-6947. Give us a call. Give us your thoughts on anything we've talked about. Chiefs rants, we'd love to hear your thoughts on that. 702-329-6947. Press 1 to come into the studio. Now, Jason, I know you had some thoughts on the, on the same wavelength that Chief just presented, so have at it. What's your, what's your thoughts on, on the rant? The, the whole thing with Goldberg, I mean, the man has a resume that pretty much set its own tone with WCW. He was undefeated for so many years, and then he got beat by Kevin Nash and the NWO. I get it. You want to do shit for your son. I understand that. But you've already did that for him when they gave you the title from The Fiend. Like, you don't need to be there anymore, and you don't need to be taking up time from new guys that are trying to <clears throat> get up there in the main roster and get a shot at the title. That's the biggest thing that is the biggest draw for anybody in WWE is a shot at the WWE or Universal title. It's not sitting there going, oh, I just want to sit here and just be a wrestler. 
Uh, Ryan put, just put something in the chat room quite interesting. He says, if you want to do Goldberg versus someone like Orton, that's better than him going for the title. I agree with that. <coughs> yeah, we can do you can do that for sure. That'd Gold, be fine. Goldberg versus Ziggler at SummerSlam two years ago was fine because it was fast and it was in the middle of the show. Can I ask a question? Didn't uh, Rey Mysterio wrestle Goldberg at one time? No, they've never wrestled. That might be a good match. They could use Goldberg to like bring some up and comer like heel up to like the next level, but to have him just constantly getting title shot after title shot for no reason, just uh, except that he's Goldberg, is getting kind of dumb. Talk about what you just said about getting someone over. How about putting him in the ring with Keith Lee? Would that help him in any way, you think? Be a good push. If nothing else, would be a hell of a shot to see what Goldberg can do with his uh, finishing move if he can get him up in the air. For, I know he'll, he'll try to spear him, but the the uh, um, the jackhammer. The, the jackhammer. Thank you. I mean that you know. At some point, some of these guys like Goldberg. I don't know if he's ever wrestled in a match where he's put people over, so to speak. Uh, <laughs> Rarely. And, and right. So uh, you know, two matches a year. You know. And I totally agree. If he was doing this comeback because of it being something he wanted to show to his son, that's well and done. Two matches a year, that's what he's got signed to. He's got four matches left over the next two years. That's not enough to do anything to show his son what he's capable of doing. Now he said he's got like 50 matches left. He can go jackhammer his son in his backyard 50 <laughs> times because <laughs> nobody wants to see that. Exactly. I, I totally agree with that for sure. Um, all right, let's move on. Another topic with the WWE <laughs> report. Finn Balor said in an interview that he wants to face Cross at WrestleMania 37. Please let that happen. You can take my credit card, my money, <laughs> everything. But WrestleMania doesn't usually involve NXT. It did one time, didn't it? Last year it was Rhea versus Charlotte for the yeah, that's NXT true. women's title. That's true. But, she, but I think they only did that because of Charlotte. Charlotte's not... I mean, yeah, she had the title and she went to all the different brands at the time when they needed her to. True. But Charlotte is not an NXT regular, so to speak. I think that was just a special situation. Chief? Wow, good spot there. I, I, I know I, he's <laughs> gathering his thoughts off of his rant. He's cooling down. I, um, you know, we've got a pay-per-view coming up at the end of the month. Here it is, January. What's NXT going to do from now until WrestleMania? I mean, come on. The, the most common person who watches wrestling and has an interest in wrestling knows that it's going to be Finn Balor versus Karrion Cross. So what's going to happen from right now until WrestleMania comes? And who they're, yeah, they're going to build towards. Exactly. You know, are they, again, it, I'm going to go back, creative writing and the powers to be. What are you going to do for almost 10 weeks before WrestleMania? Well, we were talking about this before the show went on the air. You know, Karrion lost, gave up his title because of injury. Finn won it. Um, they, you know, I would think as a champion who had to give up his belt because of injury, didn't lose it, you'd go right back after the champion and try to get your belt back. Yeah. So this little direction with Damian Priestley... Um, I think it was nothing more to help build towards him. What's that? Oh, Damian Priest. Sorry. I was thinking about Priest. Jeez. Got 90210 90210 in the brain. Yeah, exactly. Having, having Halfheimers on <laughs> um, I, I just think it was a way to get Priest done, get him over, getting him ready for his push to come up to the main roster, so to speak. 
Why, why they didn't have uh, Karen go right back after the title, you would think would be the logical step, at least in my opinion. Well, but, but 10 weeks out? Come on. No, they should have done it right away. Well, he, another... he could have easily taken it at TakeOver. Yeah. Because isn't TakeOver coming up, Matt? There's another TakeOver in February, so they could do like a rematch with like a screwy finish to set up for WrestleMania, but I don't know. I'm kind of hoping Cross is kind of busy on the 31st. Yeah. Thomas shares his thoughts. The writers write for Vince's entertainment. Bruce Pritchard <clears throat> approves the scripts that he shows Vince, and Vince either okays it or rips it up. Then he says, NXT's writing is, is infinitely times better <coughs> than the main roster. And, and I think part of it is because Triple H, a former wrestler, going back to Chiefs rant, you've got a guy like that. You've got Shawn Michaels that is overseeing the production and seeing what, what creative is doing down there. To me, I listen to Busted Open as often as I can in the morning. If you ever listen to that show with Bully Ray's on, and he's got a little thing, if I had the pencil, this is what I would do, that's a guy that should be on creative. How is not like the head writer for some company by now? For any company, beyond right? me. Yeah. Well, is he still under contract with no. ROH? Nope. No, he ended that. He's, he's a free agent, but the I think. Thing that, the, the, the things that Bully could come up with, just because of his history with the tag team yep. and him and Devon, what they've gone through, <clears throat> he's got one hell of a mind, and... Not to reiterate with something that he said in an interview one time, he brought up Sasha Banks and said to her, if the fans are talking about you, that's great. If the fans stop talking about you, worry. And hope to God that you still have your job. Because yeah. she didn't want to sign for anybody. Bully, mm -hmm. is the biggest, Bully is the biggest asshole when it comes to, to signing, but he still signs. Right. You know, I think the. I've been waiting four years for the same picture to get signed. <laughs> I think he said he'd be back. So hasn't. <laughs> Sorry, man. I, I I think the interesting thing is, is Flair said. In his last match, that Shawn Michaels carried him the whole time. He didn't have to say anything. Shawn Michaels said, or excuse me, Ric Flair said that Shawn Michaels just said to him, "Just shut up and let me do it." In the last match they had. Right. If that's in fact true, then Shawn Michaels is probably one of the best creative minds in the business right now. And NXT is way over on the flagship Raw and SmackDown. I totally agree. But look at, and you mentioned Shawn Michaels. It's a great comment because when you look at how his character, when he's a singles performer and he wrestled, and how he changes the, the, the switch when it was part of DX. And almost that goofy sidekick to Triple H. But then again, when he wrestled and it was just Shawn Michaels getting into the ring, he was all business. You didn't see that DX goofy side. Yeah. So he can play the characters and he knows what it takes to, to uh, create those, those different situations. Well, Aaron, I'll touch on that real yeah. quick if you don't mind. The, the fact that, look at the match with him and Taker. Yeah. And Shawn came out as the, the white version. The white knight. The white knight of Undertaker. Mm-hmm. That creativity was just unbelievable, and the match was even something that you were just like, oh, my God. And it's, it's one of those things that Taker even said the same thing in his interviews. Sean is such a creative mind when it comes to what to do with the match. Look at um, Adam Cole and uh, Pat McAfee. Yeah. Who would have thought a football player, a punter, <laughs> would have did as good as he did? He's like a... The punter for the Indianapolis Colts is like the best heel in wrestling right now. Yeah. yeah. 
Who would have thought that one? <laughs> and, they, and they currently have him off TV at the moment. All right, next topic. Thoughts on Ali's promo during <coughs> Raw Talk. All right, who wants to give a recap of what he said? That was epic. That should have been on, like, freaking Raw itself. <laughs> if he had just come out and, like, interrupted a bunch of legends and just went <laughs> off. Give a synopsis of what he said for those who may have missed it. <coughs> He basically said, why do we have these Legends Nights? No one wants to hear what you're going to do, brother, for the seven millionth time. And then our truth was like, they paved the way. They paved the path for what we're doing now. He's like, when am I going to be able to walk on that path? Why do they always have to sit here and come back and take our time? When are they going to let us do what we do finally? And then Charlie Caruso said, probably the dumbest thing I've ever heard anybody say on wrestling television. But did you hear the crowd reaction? And he's like, yeah, they piped it in real good for him, didn't they? I'm sure what she said came in her ear from somebody in production. And I wonder who that is. Hmm. Gee, I wonder. I was like, what the hell did she just say? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, they piped it in real good for him, didn't they? And he just went off. He should have done that on like live TV. Right. 702-329-6947. Press option one to come into the studio and join our chat. 855-502-4321 is the number as well. Send us a live tweet. Thoughts count anywhere using the hashtag in front of that. And, of course, chat room. But we love to hear some live voices with some thoughts and commentary. All right, next topic. Does anybody really care about Lacey Evans and Cardi B exchanging words on Twitter? Nope. Okay, next topic. <laughs> Hulk Hogan said in an interview that when he shows up to shows, the younger talent is very cold to him, like he's coming to steal the main event, which goes right in line with what we were just talking about. I bet you one of them's Ali. <laughs> yeah. Well. Chief, you want to you chime in on that? Do you have a thought on that, Pretel? Oh, of course I do. I know you did. You know, I looked at the stage when they did the, the panoramic view of all the... Uh, Legends. Uh, the legends. legends. Be careful what you say about Tatanka. Legends. And I say that because our producer is good friends with him, and we are actually working on trying to get him on the show. And so be kind to Tatanka. And, and the real... The, <laughs> it's a no, real no, legend. No, no. Exactly. The real, the real thing I wanted to say was, who cares about Goldberg? IRS actually looked in pretty good shape. And I bet you Mike Rotundo, who is a NCAA champion from Syracuse could probably still go in the ring and probably do some damn good creative writing. And for those who don't know, he happens to be the father of The Fiend and... Uh, Bo Dallas. Bo Dallas. Where is Bo Dallas, by the way, these days? Well, there's another one that's... Uh, what Bo leaving and catering. <laughs> squashed. And, and uh, why am I blanking on his name? Uh, Kurt Henning's son. Curtis Axel? Curtis Axel. I mean, there was another guy. Those two guys together. He got released, I think. Oh, I know he did. I know he got released, but they certainly could have used him a lot better than being the henchman for uh, The Miz at that one time. Him and Bo were the henchmen for him. B-team, B-team, go, go. Yeah, Aaron, exactly. you talk, Aaron, you talk about the uh, legends. Look at the other people that were on there. You had Molina, who we haven't seen right. in how many years. She was up there. She can teach the women. Yeah. Things. It's like you have all these legends that were sitting there. <clears throat> Mickey James, Molina, just just to name a few, IRS. True legends. Sergeant Slaughter. Uh and of course, here you have Hogan saying, The younger talent is cold to me. Because you're not fucking Undertaker, you're not Sergeant Slaughter, you're not you're not <clears throat> there to help them, you're there to fucking make them look like shit. Couple couple things though. Let, let's yeah, and, and I agree with that. I did, you know time has passed in appearance here and there, but 
couple of things. First of all, we know the, the uh, situation that came up a couple of years ago with what he was recorded as saying. Yep. That turned a lot of people off, of course. But let's look at it. I mean, he's talking about a group of wrestlers, and we'll put Ali into this group. I watched Hulk Hogan perform in the 80s when he was the man. Yeah. Okay? Today's generation of wrestlers, they may know of him from the history side, okay? You know, he's part of history, and you, you, but if you've never seen, if you did not see and live what he did to wrestling, you can't appreciate it. So some of these kids don't even know, A, who he is, and I'll right. put that word in quotes, right. or see him, granted, very limited movement set, you know, the hulking up and the leg drop and power moves. He was not a high flyer. He was, you know, he was your typical three or four. So was Cena. Cena was, was only limited moves, although he added some towards the end of his career. But people didn't see him perform. Okay? I didn't see Sandy Koufax pitch. But I know he's one hell of a pitcher. Yeah. You know, and all that. And I kind of think that's where Hogan may get lost in where people, yeah, all right, there's Hulk Hogan. And, you know, people just get ready for the match. But like you're Hulk right. It's not like the Undertaker. Undertaker, also very different. But he came up at a time, you know, in that late 90s, the beginning of that ruthless aggression and all that stuff later on. He came up at the right time to be remembered by these guys. These guys were growing up and watching it. But but here's the thing, though, Aaron. If if, uh, if Hulk wanted to be treated differently, he could have did exactly what Hogan, what the Undertaker did, and been in the back of the room and kind of sit there like Taker was and talk to him, even though Taker was still on the main roster and he was still a part of it. But you still had him teaching the, the new guys. You had Shawn Michaels teaching the new guys. Hogan kind of vanished. Well, a lot of that was, was a lot of issues with WWE exactly. as well. And so. he could have buried that if he wanted to be in that type of scenario. You know what I mean? Ego is a terrible thing to battle. Exactly. All right. Hogan had a... What was I going to Just cut me off. I'm sorry. I, what I, was say. I didn't know you were going to throw something. You said Hogan. So. Yeah, you said Hogan. Hogan, Hogan. I said Hogan like transcendent. Like, he made, like, the whole business what it is today, pretty much. If there was no Hogan, who knows where WWE would be right now. Right. So he kind of demands the respect that, like, he should. Because if everyone, like, we always ask the people the Mount Rushmore right. question. Right, There's never, never a person that didn't say Hulk Hogan. Right. Yeah, I totally agree. Totally agree. But, all right, like, all these other Legends Nights, like... I seem they. I swear they just get like alumni people. Well, we're seeing Randy Orton with with Mark Henry <clears> in the back. Mark Henry had foot surgery. He's on one of those little really things, and if you listen to this entire clip, you know Orton sort of using a word from William Regal besmirches him. <laughs> you know, really this entire thing, and Mark has to. I mean, he turns away and leaves the situation, does so it doesn't get out of hand. But listen, Orton was probably the best, one of the best things on that show with the way he healed up going and making his comments against certain people. But um, you got to respect Hogan where he did and how he turned the industry around, like Matt said. All right, with that, we're going to step aside for a quick break before we get into our AEW Impact Report. A couple items there, pop culture, some birthdays, and an announcement as to who our guest is going to be next week right here on Thoughts Count Anywhere. We'll be back, 60 seconds. John Cena, I just, I, just, I just wanted to send you a congratulations on your podcast, Thoughts Count Anywhere. Because indeed they do. Thoughts are important. 
mean, what would they, we do without them? And how can they not count any of this? Is there a place that thoughts don't count? I can't think of one. Well, I just wanted to say thank you very much. Congratulations and good luck on the podcast. Thoughts count anywhere because they do. All right, welcome back. Thoughts count anywhere. I'm going to throw it to Chief during the break we were talking. So go ahead, Chief, take it away. Real quick. Goldberg, I got to go back to Goldberg and the two matches. Is he taking old, now that Undertaker is gone, <coughs> hopefully Mark Calloway is going to come back because up until the Undertaker went away, we really didn't hear anything about Goldberg. And now that Mark Calloway is the face so to speak, hopefully he's going to come in and take it away from Goldberg. Because I'm sorry, you know, we're talking about legends, we're talking about Hogan, we're talking about Flair uh, and everybody else. Well, you know what? Go back and look at some of the real champions. Luthez, Harley Race, Bruno San Martino. They're the trailblazers that allowed the wrestlers that we have today to come forward, like the Hogan, like the Flair. If you take a look at Ric Flair when he started, he was Goodyear blimp. He weighed 285 pounds up in the AWA when he started wrestling for Verdon Gagne. You look at Hogan. Hogan was 325 pounds when he wrestled up in the AWA for Verdon Gagne. Nick it, Bockwinkle. Thank you. I forgot. Nick, Nick. <clears throat> Thank you. So that's how I look at it. I'm sorry I got on the rant again. No, no, no. <laughs> rant part two. That's, that's <laughs> all right. All right. Uh, let's go with a couple of topics from AEW and Impact. As seen this past week, Bullet Club reunites as the Young Bucks join the Good Brothers and Kenny Omega. Gentlemen? Matt? Yes. <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> I was kind of hoping that was going to happen at some point with, right. like, the whole mixture of, like, the partnership with Impact. And I was like, if this doesn't turn into a Bullet Club reunion or we get some dream matches out of this, it's kind of a waste. So, good job, AEW. Right on. Well, you know, with, with um, Jay White, as Matt's, as you said earlier, with Jay White being part of the Bullet Club, I wonder if AEW would try to take him away from the WWE. I don't know. When we had a Luke or Doc Gallows in here. He didn't seem like too big of a fan of Jay White. Yeah. And they said they were going to go to Japan and maybe have to teach him a lesson. <laughs> there you go. Awesome. All right. Next, next topic. AEW <coughs> uh, looked for them to be moving away from Daly's place. Um, I, any word on where they may be setting up? I don't know if that. If, I'm uh, not sure. I haven't heard anything, but. Okay. Uh, Las Vegas. <laughs> yeah. Right? Would that be wish. interesting? All right. Next topic. Thoughts on Snoop Dogg's frog splash on Dynamite <laughs> and Sasha's reaction. I thought he was going to break his freaking legs. Oh, yeah, the way he landed. <laughs> Took him forever to get balanced up on the rope. But I geez. love Sasha's reaction of, we're going to have to work on that, fam. <laughs> hey, I'm 68 years old, and I can do a damn better frog splash than he did. That's for damn sure. He more looked like a frog <coughs> getting run over than anything. He looked like a frog with no legs. Exactly. Like he was like six foot something, and he kept like, push him closer, push him closer. I was like... 
Are you trying to catch your ankles on the top rope? Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, we, a little work definitely needs to be done with that. All right, uh, next topic. Before we go to pop culture, how about some birthdays? You want to do some birthdays? We can do some birthdays. All right, I didn't give our producer any notice, so the, the music will be coming up momentarily. All right, today, January 9th, if you have a birthday, actually, everybody, between now and the 15th, we want to wish you all a happy birthday, but if you are celebrating today... You are celebrating with Todd Grisham, former announcer for WWE and current one half of the Riot Squad, Miss Ruby Riot's birthday is today as well. You. Uh, later on this week, starting tomorrow, Buff Bagwell, Grandmaster Sexy, Tamina Snuka, the 11th Abdullah the Butcher. Now, there's a guy whose forehead freaking looks like a roadmap, <coughs> by the way. The 12th, oh, Luna Vashon. Remember Luna Vashon? Yeah. My goodness, what a, she was... She fit right into that attitude era for oh, sure. Oh, absolutely. January 13th, Shad, Takahashi, and Mason Ryan. On the 14th, oh, Hacksaw, Jim Duggan, <laughs> Matt Riddle, now just called Riddle. Flippy and shit. Flippy shit. And Casey uh, Cadenzaro, all on the 14th. And next Friday the 15th, Kelly Kelly, Shane McMahon, Bull Buchanan, Nicole Matthews, and Tucker, just to name a few. Now, what why a waste of a mic? re-debut that was a Tucker. Yeah. All right. So happy birthday to you all. We'll have some more birthdays next week. And again, if you are celebrating a birthday this week, again, happy birthday from all of us at Thoughts Count Anywhere. All right, before we go into pop culture, Matt, let's talk about our giveaway on the website. Go to thoughtscountanywhere.com. We're going to have a raffle for this Hulk Hogan piece, signed and certified. If you buy a piece of Thoughts Count Anywhere merchandise... There's going to be a spot on the website for the giveaway. You attach your proof of purchase, and after a month, we will pick a winner. There you go. Certified. Guaranteed. Right there is our QR code. Look at that. Look guys. at that. Two the for two. Two for huh? two. There you okay, go. Okay, now retire. Put your, <laughs> just like my belt. I'm, I'm undefeated. So anyway, just put your phone up there. Your QR reader right up to the code at any time on the live show or during a replay. We'll take it right to the website. So check it out. Get some merchandise have an opportunity to win the certified Hulk Hogan piece signature guaranteed. All right, some pop culture. Oh, before I forget, because I'll tend to do this, next week's show, we have a returning guest from last summer, uh, April Hom, one of the original Glow Girls, the Royal Hawaiian. Well, I guess the first champ, if I'm not mistaken. She'll Who? Be in yeah. the studio. Who? Yeah, April Hom. Oh. Yes, <coughs> the Royal Hawaiian will be in studio. We had her on uh, video link last summer, but we had terrible issues with the video link. And fortunately for us, she happens to be in town next weekend. So she'll be here in studio live. So make sure you tune in next week. All right, some pop culture. Uh, let's start off. NHL season starts this week. Gentlemen? <laughs> go Knights, go. <laughs> yep, that's about it. What do we got, about a 50-game, 60-game season for hockey this year? Is that what they have? I think it's 60-something. How much? 54. 54 games. 54? So, Not yeah. Bad. Yeah, because usually they start 70. in October, right? And it's usually 82 games or something, yeah. something like that. Did so, they get a new coach yet? Uh, no. No. Oh. I think they are – but you know what? The team's going to be a little different because they traded away um, – uh, why can't I think of it? Schmitty? Not Schmidt. Well, that was that last year? 
That was my That was this year. After Shetty, why Pacaretti? Pacaretti, that's the guy. They traded Max Pacaretti. I think they didn't trade. No, no, he's still there. No, he's still there. Well, maybe it was just the trade talk then. Yeah, it was talk. Somebody, somebody retired this year. There was talks of trading like half the team. Derek England retired. Right, Derek England retired. There you go. So there's going to be some changes, and there's still going to be the debate over who the goalie should be for the Knights this year. So we'll see how things turn out. Yes, All right. Uh, oh, John shares with us 56 game season. Thank you, John. Appreciate it. All right, one division. Why don't you talk about one division? What is one division? That's why Matt's it's a new uh, Marvel show coming out on Disney Plus with Vision and uh, Elizabeth Olsen's character you, drawing a blank at this second. You and Disney Plus. I don't have it. Maybe you should get it. You should get it. Mandalorian. <laughs> the Mandalorian a... network, pretty much, with other stuff on it. <laughs> give, me, give me a password. I'll get you one after the show. Very well. <laughs> I'm cheap. No, I'm not. There you go. No, I, no. Can't, I can't say anything to that, so I, I can't say a damn thing to that. The king of passwords over there. <laughs> I'm joking. Thanks I'm joking. to Matt. I have so many uh, networks on my uh, TV. I, I, I do have one I want to bring up before yeah. the last one. Sure. Um, I did read something about uh, young Brody Lee's contract yes. with AEW, mm -hmm. and it was interesting. His contract's not going to start till he's 18 years old. If he wants to. If he wants to. Here's, here's the thought. Is AEW going to be around in 10 years for him to get the contract? Oh, yeah. Well, if not, it'll make for a nice and uh, I'm not trying, keepsake on the wall. Trust me, I'm not trying to take anything away from AEW. I think it's a great product. And uh, it's definitely better than Raw and SmackDown. Uh, but... You know that that's that's a good thought right there. Will you know? Will yeah. AEW be around in ten years for the young lad too, if he wants to? Only if the Jacksonville Jaguars start winning. <laughs> Within yeah. the year, I think AEW is going to start beating Raw or SmackDown in the ratings. That's well, I think because as much as we bitch about like Raw or SmackDown not being written by wrestlers and stuff, AEW is written by wrestlers. They have the freedom to do the promos they want like they used to. It'd be like, just get this point across and this point across. You're a professional. Do your job. Right Instead on. of, here's a word-by-word -word script. Remember right. it or else. Right. Well, you know, I think they have four, in my mind, they have four good creative writers over AEW. Tully, Arn, Taz, JR. Yeah. Plus, I'll give you a fifth, Chris Jericho. Yeah. All guys who had the experience in the ring. By the way, John Rankin shared Stastny was the guy that I was thinking yep. of. He's um, no longer with the Knights. Yeah. Thank you, John. Uh, and John says Disney Plus is worth it. All right, our last item Hell yeah. for pop culture. <laughs> uh, the great Tommy Lasorda yesterday passed away at the age of 93. Um, and he had just gotten released from the hospital early in the week. So I don't know if it was one of those things where he was that ill that he wanted to go home if he knew that the end was near rather than die in the hospital. Uh, I put a quick post up there. You know, as a Yankee fan all my life, you have to admit, still, deep respect and, and love for a guy like Tommy Lasorda. You think of the Dodgers. In my opinion, his face is probably in the dictionary next to Dodgers. Oh, yeah. Um, what he meant to that organization, he bled Dodger blue for sure um, and ranks right up there with one of the greatest managers, I think, of all time. It's just cool. You got to see him... At least he got to see him win another like championship before he went. Absolutely. Exactly. After Great they point. got screwed over the last the couple last years. One, yep. You mean Astrogate? Yeah, that, that Fuck one. Fuck the Astros. <laughs>
So with that, we send all of our thoughts and prayers to the <coughs> Tommy Lasorda and Dodger Nation out there. Great character, great mind of baseball. He was with the Dodgers, I think, well over 50 years. Yeah. But you put a guy like Tommy Lasorda, Earl Weaver into that, Dick Williams. I mean, that's a whole era, you yeah. know, of, of managers that you just don't see today. I think Tommy Lasorda had over 70 years with the Los Angeles Was it Dodgers. 70? I said yes. 50, but it was 70. It was okay. 70. Because he came up on their organization as well, right? Correct. All right, so there you go. <laughs> so 70 years with the Dodgers. Uh, two things. You got Tommy Lasorda and Vin Scully. Two guys that, that really, really uh, I say typified, that's not the word I want, but really just shown what the Dodgers were about in terms of their organization and their fan base. So, hey, Tommy had his own pasta sauce, too. That's very true. <laughs> that's very true. You know, when I was growing up, there was four. Mel Allen, yep. Casey Stengel, Tommy Lasorda, and the gentleman who could announce Vince Scully. Vince Scully. He, he, could, he could paint a picture of just watching paint dry and make it exciting. Absolutely. All right, with that, gentlemen, the time is up for this week's show. Hope everybody enjoyed it. Remember to join us next week. Miss April Hom, the Royal Hawaiian, will join us as one of the original Glow Girls. Uh, not girls, ladies. My goodness gracious. She will be live in studio with us. Maybe if I can get her to bring a couple extra pictures, we can also do some extra giveaways. Yeah. So how about cool. that? Gentlemen, final thoughts. Ten seconds. Everyone be safe out there. Have a good week. Go to thoughtscananywhere.com for the giveaway. Happy New Year's to everyone. Be safe. Wear your mask. There you go. All right. For all of us here, have a great week this upcoming week here in January. We appreciate you being part of the Thoughts Can Anywhere universe. Have a great week, everybody. As always, be kind to each other. Why? We're all we have. We'll see you next time, next week, right here on Thoughts Count Anywhere.